Welcome to The Living Word with Chuck Davis. Mark 1, 21-28, Man with Unclean Spirit. And they went into Capernaum, and immediately on the Sabbath he entered the synagogue and was teaching. And they were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one who had authority, and not as the scribes. And immediately there was in the synagogue a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent and come out of him. And the unclean spirit, convulsing him and crying out with a loud voice, came out of him. And they were all amazed, so that they questioned among themselves, saying, What is this? A new teaching with authority? He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. And at once his fame spread everywhere throughout all of the surrounding region of Galilee. We saw yesterday as we dove into this synagogue encounter with a man who had a spirit that Jesus deals decisively with the spirit. Uh, Interestingly, it's the demon that initiates the process. Have you come to destroy us? Uh, One biblical commentator says, basically, uh, Jesus, get out of our face. The question is, what is the us here? Uh, It's likely there was more than one demon who was working in this person. My experience with deliverance ministry is uh, usually they come in clusters. Uh, A demonic spirit will get a level of influence uh, or a hook into a person's life and invite others in. Uh, If you come to destroy us, Jesus wouldn't be destroying the man and the demon. So it seems that there are more than one uh, demons or uh, unclean spirits that are in this man. What's interesting is the demon immediately recognizes Jesus' identity and authority and actually ends up advance quoting uh, a declaration that John's going to give us. Have you come to destroy us? John tells us that this is what Jesus did. Uh, The key to this passage is to recognize that Jesus is in control. Uh, The demon threw him down but could not harm him. Uh, There is pretty much a pattern that we see in each of Jesus' deliverances or exorcisms. Uh, It begins with a statement of a problem. Uh, It moves to a challenge to Jesus from a demon. Uh, Then Jesus' authoritative command to tell the demon to go. Uh, Obedience of the demon. Uh, In this case, immediate. We'll look at another situation where the demon was a little more resistant. And then the amazed response of the crowd. So the statement of a problem, verse 23. uh, There immediately there was a synagogue man with an unclean spirit. Challenge to Jesus from the demon. What do you have to do with us if you come to destroy us? Jesus' authoritative comment or declaration, uh, be silent and come out of him. Obedience of the demon, uh, the unclean spirit convulsing him, crying with a loud voice, came out of him. Uh, Amazed response of the crowd, verse 27, the people were amazed. See, the whole point here is that demons are powerful, but Jesus doesn't come at them with power. He comes at them with the surety of his authority, uh, that he comes with a spiritual authority that's greater than any power. Uh, I've used this phrase multiple times, but it's worth repeating, authority trumps power. The question is, why does Jesus say to be silent? 
I've heard people develop theologies that you shouldn't speak to demons. Uh, this is what he's doing. We'll pick this up in next week's conversation in uh, Mark chapter 5. But I believe this is more related to the messianic secret that Jesus knows time has not yet come. And he does not allow this uh, enemy of, of God to expose anything beyond what God wants to reveal. Interestingly, Jesus rebukes spirits and they come out. He commands them to come out or to go. This is part of the amazement of the people of his day because there was other exorcists in his day, but they would use spells and incantations. Uh, we'll elaborate a bit on this uh, when we look at some of the accounts in Acts. But Jesus with just one word. Uh, the manifestation, uh, there's a convulsing. Not all... Uh, Aspects of deliverance or exorcism lead to some kind of physical, but oftentimes they do because this allows us to understand what's happening in the situation. Well, what's my so what in this passage? First, I want to remind us not to sensationalize this work of deliverance or exorcism. Jesus deals with it just very naturally in the flow of his everyday when he senses or a demon specifically speaks to him, there's darkness, he makes a command and he deals with it. My now what is when I sense the same thing, I need to verbalize. I need to rebuke darkness. Darkness can't read my mind all the time. And so there are times where I simply need to speak out. Uh, I rebuke you, darkness. I rebuke you, spirit, for what you're trying to accomplish. And I send you away in Jesus' name. And so, Lord, today, uh, we say to all of darkness around us, be gone. Be away from our families. We're under the blood of Jesus. We're seated with Christ in the heavenlies, and we're not going to allow you to just take pot shots at us. We declare this and we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.